Hey, this is Alexis. Hi, I'm Sione. This is Vika. It's Sean. Hey, this is Loni. And, and we're Hamonima. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of I Said What I Said with Hamonima. And I'm joined by my lovely bestie, Sotoresi. Say hey, y'all. Hi. What's up? How has everyone been? It's been a very good. Oh, I'm sleepy. <laughs> so good. Right. I've been really lethargic lately. <laughs> and I think it's because, okay, for the last three days, I haven't taken the meal supplements that I've been taking like all last week. So oh. I feel like, a t- like I didn't think I'd felt anything different. But yeah, this week, since I haven't taken any of it, I feel, I feel a little bit of difference. Dang. Yeah. Wow. Supplements, I guess that they'd be doing something. I don't know. <laughs> So they working. That's that's what it is. Hope so. Awesome. So today's episode, I wanted to dive in and talk about health and wokeness, but baloney edition. So talking about my, I wouldn't say struggles because part of it was struggles, but a blessing at that and my health as a whole. And so I hope you guys are excited for that. And if you guys are able to relate to that of some sort feel free to hit us up comment message us so we can be able to um best help you at that i mean i'm not no doctor but you know <laughs> i could try to help you whatever <laughs> but um i health to me I, I was thinking to myself okay what what do i think of health what what comes to mind when i think of that and i'm like okay you know typical healthy eating right you know looking good but am i either of those maybe not but i'm still looking good yes period i'm living as you should as you should <laughs> i'm living for now and i was getting what <laughs> um i think in middle school for me i didn't really take health as a serious factor um i always looked at my parents or family members at that you know they're getting sick they're passing away all I hear is diabetes, heart problems, you know, high in blood sugar, all those things. And I'm sure as many of you guys have, you know, family members who are affected by that. And some sort, and I, I think back to middle school and <clears throat> I didn't take it as much. Of course, when I would go to the doctors, I'd be like, okay, you're, you're obese. Like, wow, you're so loud. But <laughs> you're keep your voice down. First of like, all, like, oh my God. <laughs> So I'm struggling with my confidence in that. No, but I'm, <laughs> you know, I hear that and I was like, wow, okay. Like, it was just a word to me. Like, okay, went about my, you know, went about my day. And it wasn't until after high school where I wasn't able to physically be as active as I wanted to be, or it wasn't as the same as it was in my youthful days. Um, I mean, I'm still out of breath now, but before it was like, wow, like I'm trying to catch my breath. You know, my chest is hurting and I'm thinking, okay, you're just, you're just really fat. Like, that's it. I didn't really think much of it, you know, and I feel like in the polyculture, it's like, stop eating. You're getting fat or you need to lose weight. Yeah, and I always or, why, does that, yeah, why does that always come from like the people that are like 
have like no room to talk you know what i mean right <laughs> like, right like, or or this is what i grew up with oh you ruin your look with your weight oh right. yeah like okay. like you would be pretty if you were skinny like thank right. you can't say the okay. same for you <laughs> i can get and rid I'm of like, this wow. can't get rid of ugly <laughs> okay and so it just makes me wonder like okay why you didn't put me down like that but it's always in uh i always notice that in within the public culture that's just nonchalantly they can just say that and that you're just supposed to take it and that's fine but sometimes you know other people don't take it as well as you and so i was growing up i was always told that and then i went to like a doctor appointment they're like oh you know i think you have some heart problems I didn't really take into consideration of what they were saying. And then it wasn't until I went to college where I wanted to get into public health. And I'm like, okay, if I'm wanting to study public health and I'm wanting to help other people, can I help myself there? And so um, just from the classes, I was like, okay, dang, like eating good or getting the proper exercise. I'm like, okay, like I can't be out here trying to preach and then here I am struggling myself um and so I finally went gave in I don't think it's just a prideful thing you don't especially being young you don't want to go to a doctor you don't want to like hear those words like oh you're sick or this is what you have problems with but <laughs> the doctor the doctor's words were after doing all these tests I did an EKG they like hook up all these tabs to you and wires and they're just taking the rhythms of your heart and stuff and he said you have you have congestive heart failure and I was like what like what is that like I never heard that I've heard of heart failure but I've never heard of congestive heart failure like that and um congestive heart failure occurs when your heart muscle doesn't pump blood as well as it should and so the left side of my valve wasn't really pumping it was just struggling and so the times where I would feel like I'm drowning or <laughs> drowning where I'm laying down, I would feel like I'm drowning or I'd have trouble breathing, just walking a few steps. It was just because it was just having a hard time pumping. And I'm not even going to lie. When I heard that, I freaked out. I was away at college. Didn't want to tell my parents. From then, I went to many doctors. I heard many things. I took many tests. And still, it wasn't anything that could help me in the sense where I was able to control it. Um, then they diagnosed me with hyperpressure. Then I was like, okay, so I'm taking like six pills. And I'm like, wow, I'm 20, 22, 23. And I'm taking all these meds. I've been diagnosed with all these things. So mentally, I'm like, girl, give it up. And so I think for me, in that sense, in my story, is just being able to accept that I had these problems and what could I do to, you know, better myself in the aspect of um, getting better physically, mentally. And so ask yourself this question, like, have you helped yourself today? What are you doing to be there for yourself? And so today I just wanted to, you know, get into that and just talk with my lovely co-host about that but yeah let's get into it do you guys have any questions for me yeah is there like any activities that you 
don't do any more like that you used to do before you got diagnosed in 2016? Believe it or not, I know it might not look like it, but I like the few hikes that I went on. Keyword, you know, highlighting few, but <laughs> I really can't. I guess I want to say the elevation, but yeah, that and just. I really be breathing like I'm really gonna pass out on the mountain by the waterfall. Okay, this like leads into like a second question that I have. Mm-hmm. Does um living in Utah like do you have like does it have an effect on your breathing than when you were living in Florida? I want to say yes and no. I I've always heard people like, "Girl, it's the elevation," and I'm like, "Okay." I, be- I believe it, but like I feel like it's my body too. Like it goes hand Ooh. in hand, you know. We love a queen who like, makes no excuses, right? But I feel like in Florida it was much easier because it wasn't as dry as it is out here. I swear, like I feel like my nose just wants to fall off or something. Like a surprise, I still have blood inside my body. <laughs> the way no, that it be, yeah, it's so how dry. dry it is out here, right? Mm. And so, yeah, I would say yes and no. True. I still blame everything on elevation. <laughs> I go up the stairs. I'm like, the elevation. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you've been here for how long? <laughs> right. You I adopted. Ate, same. I <laughs> ate two lunches because the elevation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need that energy. <laughs> right. Like, you and my business. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Honestly, Lenny, I wanted to ask, uh, knowing what you know now, what are some things that, or what are some goals that you've made for yourself to prevent further issues from surfacing? My main one is, you know, like the doctor wanted me to do, is just lose weight. I feel like the moment I drop more than 50 pounds or something, you know, obviously I will look good and feel good, but I feel like that will be the most effective, you know, on my heart. Um, And so my main goals are losing weight getting into a, a habit of eating right I feel like growing up all, we, all I ate we know was tongan food like McDonald's 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 pizza you know tacos typical you know family meals or you go over to your cousin's house and you know late night snacks or munching or when I'm out with you guys are b-side you know all we do is eat yeah you know right. and obviously those are you know those are good but I think for me at least I would start by portioning myself and then you know I over course you know maybe just lay off of it completely and see you know how it uh, it is for me um and then another right. one is just to take it serious like when I heard when I got sick you know or was sick and didn't really you know it didn't really chime in in my head like okay like you don't take it seriously obviously from 2016 to now it's 2021 and I'm just now like, oh my gosh, like take my meds. You know, I have alarms for it. I have a little pill dispenser. I feel like going crazy. No, but <laughs> it's that those are just my main goals of losing weight, eating healthy, but at the same time just taking care of myself. Right. Um, Sorry, yes, we're I here for it. it. Yeah. I have a follow-up question mm-hmm. to that because you because you mentioned um, you know, a lot of times just the way that that we're brought up not you know, not a lot of priorities as far as being filled rather than just being fed, like filled with nutrients, things that are necessary for us growing up to maintain our health. What are some things that you think on the upbringing side contributed to, I guess, your health and and wellness present day? 
and I'm sure, you know, um, many of the listeners and you guys could probably relate, but having a big family, there's always functions going on. There's always something going on where as to we have to cook, we have to get these things. And most of the dishes are heavy starch, a whole pig, you know, a horse, a goat, you know, <laughs> and it's full of fat. It's like fried foods. And I feel like my parents did a good job of cooking. Obviously, I appreciate that and, I, and I'm grateful. But at the same time, the lifestyle that as the culture has, it's just eat, 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 you know, like, who cares? Yeah, We're going to die. Love for one another yeah. to mm-hmm. like, feed one another. And, right. And like to, you know, show your like gratitude, you would eat mm-hmm. their food because that would right. be rude. And <laughs> all you hear is, you know, like, you know, eat your full and, and so you can feel energy. But it was like the wrong type of fuel, I would say, for my body. <laughs> and I, I don't I don't necessarily blame it because I love my culture. I love how we're so centered in the kinds of foods that we have. It's so different, unique. And I, and I don't blame it. Like, but I feel like in a sense, um, nowadays, as I'm looking now, like I would limit myself or I would try healthier options and I guess be more active because growing up, you go to your family's house or you see your, your aunties and uncles and it was just eat, 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 sleep, go to work, come back, repeat, sit on the couch. Right. Eat, it's eat. finding a balance. Between right. Go mix in the garage. <laughs> that works. Stuff, stuff like that. So I feel like tying in from my upbringing into now is just really trying to set aside a difference of you know, of course, I'm thankful and I, I, I'm grateful, you know, or you show gratitude. Like I said, you, you give gratitude, or you show it by food and, or taking the food. But at the same time, like, let's try fruit. Let's try, you know, different options or see what you can do to still fulfill that and, you know, be as respectful as you can. But at the same time, like, be more healthier. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel it's like true. it's just like a hard place to be in in general when you're trying to be healthier when you have to like you have no other option um Mm -hmm. especially just like being around I don't know I feel like um a lot of Polynesians again like kind of like how we were talking about earlier how people like to comment on one another's weight but then like the second you decide to you know like yeah I'm gonna take care of myself then they want to make fun of you for trying to eat better or to do better Mm -hmm. so I, if you ever run into that, I hope you don't listen to them because right. <laughs> like, I think jealous. that's probably one of the most annoying things that I've seen or like found mm-hmm. anytime you kind of want to do better for yourself, especially when it comes to health. Yeah. Someone, it's always a joke to people, but, but like at the end of the day, like this is obviously mm-hmm. like something that's really serious and mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully they can, they could learn a thing or two. Right. And I feel like it is true. Like someone, or I've seen family members like, oh my gosh, like you need to lose weight. You're not going to get a husband or wife. Or you need to, you know, lose weight. Like you're struggling. Who's going to take care of the family? And then the moment you do start taking care of yourself, you're trying to be healthy. You're trying to be active. It's why are you trying to be healthy? Or you're not going to like, it's okay. Just eat. Like who cares? (laughs) But it's like, you were just telling me to lose weight. And now that I want to take it on and be healthy, it's like, oh, you shouldn't. And then you lose weight and it's your sick. Like, yeah. So I think 
for us in the generation today, it's like asking yourself, what am I going to do different to help myself, help the, my future family? Because um, it really starts with you. I, I realize that now. Um, the moment I didn't take it serious in the moment that I did, I just noticed all these things. Like I'm so intensive to appointments, to medicine, to what I eat. And just listening to how my body feels and not just like, oh, it's just because I'm big. Like, yeah, yeah, that, mm-hmm. it's the, the listening feeling, part. Right. But it's like, that no, we ignore. There's something going on. Like, it doesn't hurt to listen to how your body's feeling or what it's telling you and actually go get checked. And if you know something, don't be selfish and be like, oh my gosh, like, girl, I, I went over here and I paid $10 to the doctor. And you don't want to share, like, I would want to share, you know, I, there's other people who are struggling. They don't want to go and do that stuff because it, it all ties back to money. It, like you think, oh, I need money to do this. I need money to do that. But mm-hmm. there's, there's options. Right. For sure. right. Don't hold those secrets. Yeah. Like, you right. don't want to wait until it's too late. And then your bills, like thousands and thousands of dollars right. instead Story of like paying of for life. like a paycheck yeah no for all okay. yeah, and then two years later you're still getting bill collector calls <laughs> <laughs> and okay. you just wait for the seven years for it to fall off your credit, off your credit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or you contemplate moving to canada <laughs> wow <laughs> this turned into hamonitima that's just what my friend told me (laughs) that's just what i hear from other people (laughs) yo but like low-key i feel like um health in general within our community or culture is like such a generational curse and i feel like that sounds dramatic Mm -hmm. but like if you think about it right like there's so many things that run in our families like so many health issues that run within our families but we don't and then yeah we see you know like our parents or our grandparents <laughs> but we don't yeah. Alexis. No, Alexis. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. i'm gonna go back on mute yeah no just kidding yeah the only running we do is from the cops or uh <laughs> debt collectors <laughs> um no but like it's like it's just a, a cycle like we see you know mm. like our parents watch their grand like their mm-hmm. parents and their grandparents go through these things and sometimes they are able to get help or actually see a doctor but then nothing's ever like really done about it like my grandparents on both sides they passed away really young for grandparents and th- that's just because they just kind of gave up on taking care of themselves and um it's just what they've seen from their parents and so on and so forth and so I I just remember thinking about it I'm just like this just sucks that we're having to go through this and but I also like can relate to being like oh yeah I just don't want to deal with that right um, McDonald's is good (laughs) but but no I'm I'm (laughs) exactly like I hope I'm glad that we're able to at least talk about these things um because mm-hmm. I totally feel you Lani sometimes it, it like feels embarrassing to like talk about your health issues or to right. carry around like a pill packet and just mm-hmm. right. things like that I feel like the, I just be jingling and all throughout the airport yeah for real okay <laughs> I'm sorry that's, that's what it so. annoys me the most <laughs> when my pill pack is just making all the noise and security <laughs> so yeah like I hope 
we're the generation that can break mm-hmm. that and not only like learn to take care of ourselves but also just change the future for our kids and for other kids and definitely because I, I look I look back at my dad I'm like dang he has he has heart problems he had a triple bypass and we didn't know he needed a triple bypass we just went to the hospital because he was having chest pain and then all of a sudden 10 minutes later a doctor comes back like hello doctors and they're like oh we need to go do an emergency surgery and I was like what like what do you mean because if you know my dad you see my dad he's as active as he can be or as he um, lets himself to be and you would never factor that he would have that problem and so when they said well his heart is failing like we need to do a triple bypass and I was like what and literally I just think back to that because I'm like I don't want myself to you know wait or I'm like okay we need to do surgery on you when I can do something about it right now I'm still young um I'm not 30 yet but you know I'm getting there (laughs) and it all it all leads up to you yourself and how you're going to handle it um it's easy to say yeah I'm gonna work on myself like I got this like I'm gonna take care of myself I'm gonna do all these things but honestly if you don't want it as bad um Mm -hmm. and you don't take it as serious it's just gonna be another thing like oh hmm, heart problem what's that (laughs) so I, I I just think of that yeah I think like um a lot of people they need to go through okay well I'm speaking for myself I didn't take health serious until like one year I got like gout and it was so bad. Like I couldn't even walk. It was like, it was just a really bad pain. And ever since then, and that was like in 2019, uh, ever since then I've been trying my best not to get it. So I think people just need to go through like, well, I, I don't think people should go through it, but I feel like people will get the message if yeah, they Yeah, like sometimes, it. yeah, they need that, like, wake-up call of, like, okay, this isn't gonna, mm-hmm. I guess I gotta mm-hmm. do something Definitely. <laughs> I be I be trying my teeth sometimes. <laughs> like, like a True toothache that. will come, and then I'll finally, like, go to the dentist, and it's just, like, once you finally treat it, it's just, like, what was I waiting for in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Did, that, did mm-hmm. I really need to let it get to the worst uh-huh. of the worst situation? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's finding and committing to improving yourself in the present rather than, you know, regretting it months, years later down the road when Mm -hmm. it has, you know, you know, worsened. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then they find a bunch of like popcorn shells <laughs> <laughs> and then your just falls apart that's a really good point alexis because that is that's like a kind of um you hear it all the time when people like they went in because they were having a specific pain and turns out that they're like stage four terminal cancer Um, it's a similar thing of like, you know, just putting things off and thinking you're going to be okay. And then you go in because of something random that starts up and it ends up like, you know, all these issues, kind of same thing with with your dad. And all of a sudden it's like, you need a a triple bypass. So it definitely is a key to kind of like maintain or like Mm -hmm. at least, uh, be mindful that like, don't wait until there's an issue or a pressing issue to start taking it seriously. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just, it starts in the day to day to like keep yourself in a good, 
good place, I guess. Yeah. Right. Because like, I, I think of myself, and I'm dropping money like, but quick little thirty dollars on the drive-through. It's nothing to me. Like, okay, like that's fine. Or oh, she got money. Thirty dollars. That must be expensive now. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> oh my god. Don't come for me. Um, but... One time, me, Lonnie, and Alexis went to McDonald's checkers. In <laughs> okay, we went to three fast food restaurants in one night. Hey, in one trip. Why do I believe that? <laughs> and we sat and we literally ate it all. That is so. We crazy. grabbed like something little from each one, but regardless, we hit all three. Like we were freaking fast food robbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think about that. We spent so much money on other things. And then when it comes to something serious, like going to see a doctor, like, oh no, like that's how yeah, it's, that's a but how quick how quick is it for us to spend it on something we love or enjoy doing? Like going on a trip or food or something we love, like an album or you know, anything musical or whatever that you enjoy yeah. doing for yourself, like a video game, stuff like that, a computer system. It's so easy to drop money for that. Well, but when it comes to serious things and pertaining to you it's like ooh, expensive like okay i'm away i'm away on that but go and yeah. buy the it's whole menu or whatever right you know i just always think of like dang how quick is that or how easy is that for us to gather all that money for all these things when it's stuff that we need and it's so hard we're broke um there's no way but when things happen like a coming on you have to fulfill it all of a sudden, it's so easy. You have thousands of dollars to get, you know? And right. so... And that just, crazy. honestly, that just contributes to just the habits and the, I guess, foundations that were every every Islander is raised on about, you know, humility, putting, you know, people, family before yourself. Um, and the priority is never really putting yourself, you know, at the forefront. Mm-hmm. And that includes health that includes education sometimes and just other factors that go into it and I I just think that we can still be um we can still have those um qualities as Polynesians Mm -hmm. in ourselves and not feel selfish for wanting to better your future Mm -hmm. bettering your health um and I just feel like there there could be at times some conflict between choosing to give money and to keep it for yourself in that regards of in the regards of health and priorities you know for for yourself mm-hmm. what are some things what are some ways that you're staying disciplined and what are some ways that we as family and friends can do to help support you in your journey to continuing to stay on your health goals uh, with eating habits and you know maintaining exercises as as well as that I think one of the things that's been helping me is being able to really discipline myself like as I said from time to time at the beginning it really starts with you like if you don't want it as bad you know obviously it's going to be so easy to wake up and be like okay like I'll try again tomorrow I'll try again next week and literally my first week out of the hospital I was so good I meal prepped I did all these things and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to I'm keep this way down. Fast forward to now, I just had like a Hawaiian plate from Island Grimes and it was just so good. But at the same time, every time I'm eating, eating something that I know I'm not, like 
my mind is like, okay, so you really want to die? Like, so you don't care. <laughs> like, you know, this is, so for me, it's I've the guilt. been able, right. For me, I've just been able to, when I wake up my client in the morning, okay, I'm already up. Let's go to the gym or let's get a, a walk in. Let's do something active where, whereas I would just go back to sleep and I literally would just sleep until like one, but I'm right. already up. What can I do to be as active as I can? I'm already up. Let's take my meds. Like, so I've been able to really like, Hey, okay. Maybe not a Dr. Pepper, but you can definitely have some water with lemon. You know, cute. Love it for me. You know, mm-hmm. or get a little water. flavor in. <laughs> like from the previous episode of you guys, you know, hate that um, sparkling water that you guys had said to try. Love Ooh, that. So fire. I yes. Like okay, I think I can do this because I just felt like when I was drinking water, I wasn't. It wasn't satisfying me. Like I would just need something carbonated, and it would always just be soda. But there are options, and so. When I heard about the sparkling water and I'm drinking, I'm like, I love this for me. Like, mm-hmm. it was just so small substitution. And so not completely taking myself right. cold turkey from the things that I love, but really just portioning it and then slowly just easing myself where I'm like, okay, do I need that? Maybe not. Maybe not tonight. And so um, just those things have really helped me. Like, I look back at old pictures and stuff and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I was just out here big for free. I'm so big right now, but I'm, you know, cute big. It's a paper trail <laughs> of progress with the, right, at least so, looking back on, on the pictures there. And, and how right, can and, we as, how can we support you as well during right, that? And so I, I would think like, don't be afraid to check your loved one. Like, I thought you said you didn't, like, I thought you said we're going to eat right. Like, I thought you said, you know, like, I don't think you should be drinking that. Because obviously I'm like, oh my gosh, see in my business. But at the same time, like that shows me like, okay, they're paying attention. They really care. Not that you need that validation of other people to care about your journey because as it starts with you, like if you don't care about it, other people is gonna be like, Okay, well, she's just been doing that. What difference is yeah, my opinion we tried. Make? And so I would say literally like checking checking your family member, checking your friend, like Hey, I thought you, you know, wasn't gonna do that. And then uh, mostly just, I think, just being as supportive as you can. Because going through what I was going through, I literally was like, okay, I can do this by myself. I literally went to the hospital. I wasn't wasn't gonna tell like no one. I didn't tell as many people as I um, wanted to, just because I was like, okay, like I got this. Like I don't need help. But mentally, it gets to you because you're like, that's how you think about is you're sick, you're sick, you're sick, you might get, you're going to die, like you have 50, 50-50% chance of still being able to live, or you're going downhill, you can't do all the things that you want to do, so I think being able to support, being able to check them, but as well as, you know, find the people around you to be as motivating as they can, or, you know, have a good Surround yourself with a good circle of people is what I was trying to say. So I feel like there's four kind of like categories of health and wellness in your life is like physical, 
but also emotional, mental, and like spiritual health. And um, I feel like when one of those gets thrown off, it kind of can bleed into the other three. And I was curious, you mentioned a lot about like, you know, the physical aspect of everything you went through. I mentioned some things on mental, but um, what, how do you feel like this also affected you emotionally and like spiritually as well? Emotionally, I feel like I was drained just because if I wasn't crying, I was just sad. Like I felt down. I felt like I let myself down. And I felt like to people that I love, it's like, girl, like we love you enough to, you know, support you, but how come you're not seeing yourself? So in my mind, like emotionally, I was just so worried. I was, I was still, even in that state of, you know, not being as healthy as I wanted to be and I'm in the hospital, my mind was still thinking of how others would think, how others would feel, you know? And emotionally, yeah, I was just really drained. Spiritually, I probably was the highest I've ever been because obviously, you know, I'm praying like, please, like, okay, I know I'm the messenger, but if you just let me, you know, help you just one time, you know, I- It's been a few days since I checked in. (laughs) I promise I'll go to church. Like I won't leave after the first hour, like all of that, you know? And so being able to be spiritually in tune with myself, for me, being able to find ways, like you said, you know, you were getting into meditation and just things of those aspects. I was like, okay. I was looking at um, I'm, I might have said her name, but Janae Iko, you know, oh, you know, however you like pronounce her name. Bass. Yeah, she does. Yeah, and so she does those different sound things, and I was like, wow, okay, let me look into that. And so there's a few videos where people are doing that, and you're like, okay, listen, or shut your eyes. And we had this retreat where she she had us laying our back and our feet was up. Um, so I'm laying on the floor my, and my feet is up on this thing. And she was literally talking to us and just slowly like had our, had us close our eyes and it's like, back to, right. She's like, and just her voice was so soft. She was like, think, think back to a place where you're, you feel happy. She's like, how do you feel? And like just those pauses. And I was able to just relax and you're just in, in that moment and whatever, where, wherever or wherever, your happy place is whether it's the beach whether it's someone with a loved one you know that brings you calm and happy so those little things you know I was able to incorporate or look and look into after you know you mentioned that and I was like okay maybe let me look into that and I seriously like you would never think of getting into meditation or starting that because you're like okay like you meditate like okay you cool but honestly it calms you to like different ways you didn't know you needed to be calm (laughs) or you literally would get up and you feel so refreshed you feel so light you feel a different kind of rhythm in your life and so I yeah those are few things that I for me emotionally and spiritually that I was able to notice or take notice of and then try to find something where I can lift my spirits up as well as emotionally feel better so yeah how can others benefit from knowing your story? What are some things that you want people to take away from lessons that you've learned along the way? Or um, I guess anything that you've educated yourself on since being diagnosed with uh, congestive heart fa- failure? 
I would say don't be afraid to go find out, to get checked. Don't be afraid to recognize those things that's wrong with you. Or when I was on the meds that I was, obviously when I went to the hospital, they said, okay, the meds that you, you were on, you know, wasn't working for you. So don't like, so in that sense, like, don't be afraid to look into that. Sometimes, you know, you will see healthcare professionals, they, they will tell you one thing, but leave out another. Or they'll tell you everything, but it doesn't match with what they put you on. Right. Or and the so, way yeah. that the way that you feel with that as well. Cause I actually, I right. saw that, I saw that in some of the things that I was being prescribed. I have lupus and I was given a high dosage of a lot of different medications, steroids, stabilizers. And over time I felt like my body was just on a high so often that I was kind of scared that I would rely on the meds too much. So I kind of listened to my body in a sense and altered my own medicine. I don't recommend this for everybody, but on the side of your body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this, this is a disclaimer, but my point in case is listen to your body because by me altering my medication and literally taking half of what I was given, I tested, did blood work, and my doctor was like, oh, you're right on track. And after I had that approval with the facts on the blood work side, I kind of explained to him, like, this is how my body was feeling at the beginning of the month because I did like a three-month checkup. And the last two months, this is what happened. And this is the results that we're currently seeing now. And so I guess don't be afraid to ask questions based off of what you're being given and what your body tells you. I think that's something that's overlooked as well, especially when it comes to uh, relying on, on health professionals, obviously they know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing, but um, you also have a say in what goes in your body as well. Right. And they, they know all these things, but like, they don't know what you're feeling like, they only know so many things to a degree. So like, if you Mm -hmm. feel off, even though they're telling you like, oh yeah, like what I'm giving you is correct. If if you still feel off, then obviously it's not correct. Yeah, maybe they need to increase it, you know, because it it can also be like, I'm I'm still in a way tolerating pain, even though I've been on this regimen for for so long, you know, don't be afraid to to speak up and, and maybe ask for a little more, you know, to help you. It just comes back to listening right. to your body. It really is. And so another thing that I would just recommend is not being afraid to talk about your story. I'm not even going to lie. When I was looking at the thing, and I was like, okay, like I'm about to ask them questions, you know, like, what do you guys think of this and this and this? And then when I was reading the thing, I was like, oh, we're going to talk about your story. I was like, ooh, so I'm about to talk about me. And so I was like, okay, I'll just tell this and leave this part out. But it's like, don't be afraid to tell your journey, to share your story, because, you know, who knows who is out there who is going through the exact same thing, or they're second guessing themselves to go get checked up or to go and do these things. And they just needed to hear that little motivation from whatever story that you're, you're sharing. And so I think that's amazing for me is if any of you out there are having trouble with finding help or reaching out. You don't know if your friends are going to be okay talking about that, you know, or you feel like they won't support you in that sense. You have five of us in this group who are willing, you know, 
I'm just volunteering everyone. I'm just kidding. But, you know, yeah, who are willing it. to, really? you know, do the best mm-hmm. that they can to educate you. Whether it's, you know, you're going to Sean, like, hey, Sean, what's your favorite thing, you know, in, in aspects of meditation or calming spiritually have you done? Like, can you give me some pointers? Or, hey, I want to learn more about K-pop. Like, you already know <laughs> which one of us to go to. <laughs> You know, I'm, already, you know, I'm obviously the one and to stuff. go to. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and so if you if you don't have anyone to utilize, like this is why we have this platform where we're able to speak about these things and be as helpful as we can. Obviously, we help ourselves. I mean, we, we will do everything, you know, that we need to do in our aspects for ourselves. But if we have a platform, in which we do, you know, then don't be afraid to ask questions, interact with us, like we're there yeah and and we're still learning too so there might also be things that we you know build up or learn from each other so Mm -hmm. and as me sharing you know my story and you know being able to talk about it and you know the questions that have been asked and stuff um at a sense don't feel like you have or feel like the need that you have to feel sorry for me or whatever like life happens and different things happen in in different ways you go through things differently and you know I'm happy and I'm grateful for another day to still be living and still to have you know opportunities I have to get the help that I need and so don't be afraid to reach out don't be afraid to speak about it and don't be afraid to you know set your foot down whether it's to a family member your parents you know your own family you know helping you and yours I hope that, you know, you're able to take something from this podcast or anything that we've talked about in our previous episodes leading up to now, like health and wokeness is as important, you know, to yourself and those around you, but really, you know, again, yourself and taking that into consideration for you. And so does anyone else have any other questions or concerns? No, I think you shared a lot with your story and, and that was great. Yeah. yeah, thank Hope you. And on that note, I'm so grateful to have the platform that we have. I'm so grateful to have these co-hosts, amazing co-hosts who are going through their own things and battling their own things. But at the end of the day, we're able to come together and give you guys the content that we have. Again, go to our Instagram, our Twitter, or each of our individual pages, or the, the actually all four of them have YouTube channels. If that's how, a way you think you need to reach out, go for it. Um, we'll be as attentive as we can to better help you um, in any way. But just know that you are enough. You matter. Your health matters. Don't let anybody tell you different. And from how money am I to you? Get a get check, a check, check, check up, up, boo. I think that's as close <laughs> as we're going to get. <laughs> <laughs>